What up? This is the Yahoo NFL live show. Pete McCarthy, Matt Savoca, the, the Pete and Matt cast. This guy, the man cast, nothing on this. Bears, Steelers, Monday Night Football. Not exactly the most exciting fantasy matchup in the world, but uh, we do have some intrigue going into all of this with the, the Bears running back situation. So we'll be breaking that down throughout the show. How are we doing on this Monday, Matt? Hey, doing great. Thrilled to be here. Thrilled to be talking this 39, oop, now 40-point Vegas total. Uh, mm. Lots of points expected in this one. They're uh, running lots. up, baby. Yeah, we're we're absolutely shooting towards the ceiling here. But no, there's a ton to get into. Uh, excited we were possibly seeing starting running back David Montgomery on the other side, as you mentioned. But yeah, let's dig into it. Let's go. And one thing you notice right away on Yahoo is the budget. It's a it's a hundred dollar budget. Last night, if you play, it was one twenty five. So if you're sitting there thinking, oh, everything looks kind of cheap today, that that'll be something to keep in mind, and it, it'll be a, a difference with people who've been playing on Yahoo all season long. I think. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of nice for uh, the easy math. Uh, when it's out of a hundred, it's the number is the percent of your budget, and you can look like a mathematician all the way through as you're setting your lineups. Yeah, there you go. It just uh, it's a slice of a Benjamin, and uh, you make it work. Oh, you get involved in the chat throughout. You have any questions? I see some questions about throwing Najee Harris in that superstar spot. Uh, so we'll be diving into all that throughout the show. Of course, give us a like, subscribe, so you keep up with all of our shows, DFS offers, giveaways, and much, much more. And once you do subscribe, hit that notification button to get alerts when our shows go live. Be sure to also check out today's free premium tools and data at Awesomeo, which are Monday Night Football, Top Showdown Plays, NBA Ownership Rankings, and NHL Player Projections. As Matt mentioned, look, we're not expecting a ton of points tonight. Vegas isn't expecting a ton of points tonight. That over-under now at 40. The Steelers are a seven-point favorites. You're looking at a, a race to 20 points tonight for the Steelers and the Bears. Weather, coldish, maybe, I don't know, 46 degrees, no rain, not much wind. Don't have to worry about that much. Injuries uh, for the Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger, not only the chest and the hip, now the right shoulder on the injury report. Basically, it's an anatomy lesson every week with Ben Roethlisberger, right? And when you look at the injury report, we're just we're touching all the bases. I think the uh, short answer, the umbrella term is the age and uh, <laughs> father time remaining undefeated here, trying to suck the last bit of uh, positive career here out of Ben Roethlisberger, likely a Hall of Famer, not playing like one this season. Now, we're not going to say that it's impossible for the Steelers to run up the score here. Their ceiling is still that old Steelers 30-something point score. The probability of it occurring is just much lower. And honestly, not to make a huge generalization about superstar athletes in general, but that's what happens as you get older. The consistency of your performances continue to go down. At the very least, he's got three talented skill players in Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and as you mentioned, running back Najee Harris, and some auxiliary weapons coming through. One that I'll mention here right off the bat, Pat Fryermuth we'll get mm -hmm. into once we start talking about the tight ends. And a little bonus for Fryermuth, uh, Eric Ebron is out with an ankle injury for the Steelers, so... I mean, they're already yelling Heath every time uh, Friar Muth uh, catches the ball as he ascends <laughs> to that Heath Miller role, I suppose. And if you remember those old Steelers, that was a pretty good combo with Ben Roethlisberger. So sure uh, be prepared to hear a little bit of that tonight in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line here with Roethlisberger is you've got a player who's actually 30th in fantasy points per game among all quarterbacks in the league. You know, the range of outcomes is actually pretty small here. Mm -hmm. You're probably getting 10 points from him. He hasn't hit below 10 points all season long. That's not a very high bar for quarterbacks. You're probably not getting 
20, 25 points. The highest fantasy score he's actually hit this season is, I believe, 16.02 fantasy points. So, again, a low range of outcomes here. That high floor, though, is super helpful in cash games. Um, It's just very different than the other quarterback in this game who's going to be much, much more volatile in their range of outcomes. Yeah, Justin Fields, uh, a little volatile, though. We haven't really hit the upper end of that volatility a whole lot so far in his NFL career. We'll get into Justin Fields a little bit. Um, you know, Also, the injuries for the Bears. Keep in mind, Khalil Mack is out. So yeah, I think that factors into Roethlisberger a little bit because when we've seen this Pittsburgh defense offense be bad, it's because he's being pressured. He can't just shuffle off the uh, pass rushers anymore at his advanced age, as you put it, as uh, Eric Lindquist might put it. He's dusty, Ben Roethlisberger. But no Khalil Mack. Uh, Alec Ogletree, linebacker, is questionable for Chicago. Also, uh, Eddie Jackson, defensive back, hamstring injury. He's doubtful. So this is a banged-up Bears defense and not the, the Bears defense that we're necessarily accustomed to seeing and certainly hasn't been uh, all that dominant. Now, as for the other end, you started getting into Justin Fields. Uh, we haven't seen the top end, though. We had a little glimpse, right? He had the big run. I think it was against the 49ers last week. Yeah. Ran for over 100 yards. He has shown really nothing in the passing game thus far, but it's so hard to get away from the quarterbacks on Yahoo. Even last night, which wasn't a very pretty game, Matthew Stafford and Ryan Tannehill each made the optimal Yahoo lineup. So it's hard to get away from these guys, even in the case of, Maybe some guys with lower ceilings in Roethlisberger and Justin Fields of what he can do. But you hope he figured something out last week and he can make some things happen on the ground. Yeah, it was really, really nice to see that rushing upside that we had not seen before from Fields. So we we don't know if that's going to happen every week, but at least that exists as we thought it would as he entered the starting lineup earlier this season. Now, I'm probably going to change my lineups as we get closer to lock here, but I am getting plenty of Justin Fields, just not in the superstar spot. I do think the floor is still there. And when you add in that ceiling, that 25-plus point game that's in there that we saw last week, we can get to Justin Fields. But the bad has been bad. You know, the passing game simply is inept. That's all we can really say. The most he's had in terms of passing yards over the last five games, 209 passing yards, and that was against Detroit's defense. So we almost have to throw Mm. that out. If you do, then the most he's had in the game is 184 yards. In fact, he's had between 111 and 184 passing yards in his last four contests. So I guess we talk about fantasy range of outcomes, the passing game for fields. I mean, unless there's something in there that we haven't seen, it's just not clicking at all this year. Dude's wild. Allen Robinson is 12 bucks on Yahoo tonight. You ever think you see Allen Robinson for $12 and you almost can't jump at it when you you start to look at the numbers they put up this year. Just there hasn't been a passing game for the Chicago Bears this season, which is why we'll get into the Steelers defense a little bit more later. But Fields has been sacked 20 something times this year. He's thrown seven interceptions. He's on the road in Pittsburgh. Not the easiest place to play prime time, the whole nine yards, uh, a lot adding up there that the Steelers defense certainly is going to be playable. And as you, you check out all these props elsewhere, some of your other bets beyond Yahoo Daily Fantasy, make sure you check out Odds Shopper. It could really change the way you approach sports betting. Uh, shopping to find the best line, you know, it's always important. But Odds Shopper allows you to find your best bet in 30 seconds or less. Like compared to like Kayak, if you're you know, looking for flights and you want to 
you know, check out what 10 different sites or airlines are offering. You see it all right there. It lays it out. It tells you where it's the best place to go. Same thing with Odd Shopper with sports betting. So be sure to check that out. Quickly delivers bets that you want to make right at your fingertips. No reason not to at least give it a look. So check it out and start making better bets today. Uh, so let's um, let's go back to Roethlisberger and look at the Steelers passing game because this is where maybe we can get some big points somewhere beyond Najee Harris. Deontay Johnson, 27 bucks targeted more than any Steelers receiver over the course of this year, 63 targets. Chase Claypool uh, is in at $23. He's been about as productive as Johnson, just hasn't found the end zone. Some less, uh, some fewer targets there. And then Pat Fryermuth, uh, the tight end, as you mentioned, just 11 bucks. He's almost a must play, I think, uh, tonight when you you look at how this all shakes out and the emerging role for Fryermuth here for Pittsburgh. Yeah, especially with Eric Ebron out once again, we can have some confidence in Fryer move essentially being that third, I guess if you count Harris, fourth option in the passing game. So he's absolutely playable at that reduced salary. But one thing I'm noticing in our top plays tool on the Yahoo tab here, that Deontay Johnson actually has a 14.1% chance when you salary weight our our projections of being the top scorer on this slate so talk about a really solid tournament superstar option Deontay Johnson really fits the bill leading the team in target share and air yard share and one thing that I'm really looking into this week is combining Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool at the salary fits or Deontay Johnson and Pat Fryermuth having two of those because if you combine them you're getting over a 20% chance of having that top score in terms of our probabilities based on our simulations. Uh, and then you can pair it with Roethlisberger, or if you want to get really off the wall, you could pair it with the opposite quarterback as well in Justin Fields. I think there's a lot of possibility in terms of lineup construction, but in terms of play on the field, G Deontay Johnson really is a cut above the rest. Chase Claypool does have that big play upside, but he is my favorite Johnson, that being uh, among all the Steelers plays. And you're really, you're, you're hunting for touchdowns here on Yahoo more than maybe on some other sites. Johnson has found the end zone three times, something he's capable of doing. Uh, Claypool maybe doesn't have the ceiling, as you talked about a little bit of Johnson, but a big body. I, I, I've been a little disappointed in Claypool this year that he hasn't been quite as productive as we saw at times last year for Pittsburgh. I think he's been a little banged up this year. Yeah, I noticed the same thing. If you look at their target share, it's actually not that different. Deontay Johnson has 30% of team targets and Chase Claypool's down at 20. That's not egregiously low. And then if you look at their air yard share, they're even closer. 39.9% for Deontay Johnson in his games that he's played. And Chase Claypool's only down at 35.4%. So on a per target basis, Chase Claypool's targets are more valuable. They're further down the field. He has an 11.9 yard average depth of target compared to Deontay Johnson. So you really said it here. The difference in production, almost 30 PPR fantasy points on Yahoo. It's a little bit less. I just don't have that exact number in front of me. Mm -hmm. It is a little, uh, it's a little alarming. I wouldn't say that Chase Claypool has dipped in terms of talent, but maybe he's a little bit of a positive regression candidate, especially against this banged up, linebacking core and secondary of the bears tonight yeah he just hasn't taken as much advantage of his targets as johnson has and you know you got to go through a lot of tape to figure out exactly why that has been of course uh we here at awesome have partnered with yahoo fantasy this nfl season to bring you some great offers so you can check out our exclusive limited time offer which gets you one free month of awesome plus platinum now to qualify 
You need to be new to Yahoo, sign up for an account via the link below, deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you play in your first paid contest. We'll reach out via email with your coupon. And if you need immediate access because you want to play tonight, email support at Osmo.com and we'll get you all set up. You can also claim a free $10 below, which can be used to enter and play any Yahoo contest, including tonight's $100,000 Monday Night Football Baller. Conveniently, 10 bucks to enter. Make sure to use their DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. Uh, Bears receivers. We can kind of blow past this maybe, but uh, Darnell Mooney is questionable. Uh, $15. He's been the clear number one target here. 53 targets, over 400 receiving yards, one touchdown. Uh, haven't been a whole lot of uh, passing touchdowns for the Bears. I still can't get over it. Allen Robinson is $12, but I mean, just 26 catches this year. It's wild. It hurts, man. It hurts. This has been a season-long tilt with Allen Robinson. Uh, my matchups partner, Dave Lofgren, have and I were all over Allen Robinson in the preseason, and boy, we whiffed on this one. As you said, Darnell Mooney has actually surprisingly taken over that number one receiver role. If you just look at the targets, there's a clear winner here. Mooney had nine targets a week ago, eight targets in week six, and his minimum over the last five games is five targets. So even on this low-volume, low-production offense, if you need floor in terms of receivers, Darnell Mooney is the guy. I can't believe we're talking about Allen Robinson like this, but he is a punt play, a dart throw play. I don't know what you want to call it, but there just isn't a ton of probability, a lot of floor built into his projection here. I wrote in my uh, write-up of this game on awesomeo.com that all Chicago receivers are punt plays here. They're basically how we would consider auxiliary weapons in other offenses. That's how inept the passing game is here uh we're just it it's just so hard to project anything other than other under 200 yards passing for this offense and that means just very little production unless it goes to all one person mooney being that first shot let's say you wanted to get a little cute and maybe you want to put justin fields in that superstar spot and we know the quarterbacks very often end up in that spot especially with the yahoo scoring could you do it without even pairing him with another Bears receiver? I mean, you probably pretty easily could. Yeah, you could, especially because of the way that Justin Fields gets to his ceiling game. Mm -hmm. The reason you would want him in that superstar spot is because of the rushing. He has a 100-yard rushing upside for sure. We just saw it. You can pair him or you don't have to. If you flip it, though, if you're playing one of the receivers at Superstar, I do think you need to pair it with Fields, um, just hoping that you get that floor-ceiling combination from the two of them. Anybody else in this Bears passing? I mean, Cole Komet, uh, Marquise Goodwin, Jimmy Graham's down there, though he's got three targets all year, so I don't think you got to worry about him. Yeah. I'm We're looking, reaching. I, I, I... I've got a little bit of Marquise Goodwin in my current crunch of lineups right now. I do have some Cole Komet, but talk about unexciting plays. Uh, Cole Komet's maximum point score is 6.9 fantasy points. He did that back-to-back -back weeks in six and seven. I do have some Jesse James as well, but boy, that is, that is tough. But, but his maximum point scored is 0.57. So that's a large, large field tournament play. Yeah, this is uh, this is the Bears passing game. This is where they're at right now. And you know, a lot of teams trying to develop rookie quarterbacks going through these kinds of growing pains. Maybe they can win like the Jaguars did yesterday, right? Just kick three field goals, call it a day. That might be what we're looking at on this uh, this Monday night game. But really, the intrigue is in the running games. We'll get to that uh, in just a moment.
check out our Osmo Plus NFL Express Weekly Pass. It's just $3.95. It's the best way to introduce yourself to Osmo Plus NFL. Included is access to our NFL DFS player and ownership rankings, our expert Slack chat, and everything we have to offer for showdown and single game contests, including player projections and ownership projections. New this year, the package is our season-long fantasy football coverage, which includes our strength of schedule tool, trade value tool, and fantasy streaming helper. Also included new this year, projected ownership and optimal lineup probabilities for tiers contests on DraftKings. So if you've been thinking about it, now's the time to try out Osmo Plus NFL with our most expansive express weekly pass ever. Head on over to the Osmo Plus join page and pick your pass up for only $3.95. That's not $395. That's $3.95. Stop guessing, start winning. Join Osmo Plus today. Running backs, let's hit it. Najee Harris, are you all in on him in the superstar spot tonight? I guess not because you said Deontay Johnson, but uh, how tempted are you to be all in on Najee Harris? Currently, he is my highest owned superstar play this week. I really think that he's a really strong option. And between Harris, Roethlisberger, Johnson, and Claypool, they easily combine for the largest chunk of superstar plays. If you look at our top place tool, a tool that I mentioned earlier, the salary weighted top scorer, the percentage chance that they are the top scorer weighted against their salary, whether that's higher or lower than the rest of the field, Harris still comes out by far the number one player at 44.3%, the next closest Ben Roethlisberger all the way down at 24%. Basically, if you're avoiding Harris, you're immediately contrarian. That's the way I'm putting it. Harris has the highest floor among any player, certainly among any skill player, and he probably has the highest ceiling as well. I know I said Johnson is my favorite play on the slate, and that's simply because of the expected popularity of Harris. He's not a bad play at all in any kind of format, cash or GPP. It's amazing. You just don't see too many running backs like this. He has taken 78% of the carries for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That includes like Ben Roethlisberger, the, the few times he has scrambled or moved out of the pocket or whatever and gotten past the line of scrimmage. But Najee Harris, he is the offense. Uh, they had the game earlier this year where they threw to him, I don't know, 15 times or whatever the ridiculous target number was, but can be a yep. factor in the passing game as well. Najee Harris is such a vital piece of this Pittsburgh Steelers offense. You know you're getting volume. You're getting skill. Uh, you hope you cross into the end zone a few times in this game, whether it's passing, rushing, whatever. There's multiple ways for him to affect this game. You know, look, uh, we're all bemoaning Derrick Henry being down. He almost seems like the heir apparent with that kind of role for this Pittsburgh Steelers team. Yeah, the role is similar. I'll give you that. But the efficiency is not. And volume is the name of the game in fantasy football. Those who are listening and watching, they certainly, you guys certainly know that. But the efficiency, especially on this Pittsburgh Steelers offense, simply hasn't been there. And not to say that in a better version of the offense, Harris couldn't be more efficient. But right now, his .80 fantasy points per opportunity is running back 43 in the NFL. His yards per touch is at 4.6. That's very, very low. That's running back 45. And his true yards per carry is right there at running back 47. So he doesn't need to be efficient based on volume, but it also makes me worried about the ceiling, that the realistic chance of him hitting that ceiling. He basically needs touchdowns or a 19 target game, which I guess is in his range of outcomes since we've seen it. That's just why I, I'm a little bit higher on Deontay Johnson, but still we're not going away from a running back who's leading the NFL in opportunity share. We're just not doing it. Let me ask you, 100% of your lineups, even if he's not at the top? Uh, 
I don't know if he's going to be 100. Let me see right now, though. Yeah, he's well over 50%. Okay, so it's uh, 50% of your lineups or 50% superstar? Uh, 50% of my lineups between superstar and the, just the typical. Oh, so you uh, do get away from him in quite a few to be a little different? I, yeah, just to be a little different. But again, we'll uh, as we get closer to lock here, I'll certainly be running this again. All right, no doubt. Uh, where, where the real intrigue is, and we, we could have started the show, but I strung you all along a little bit, right? A little YouTube. David Montgomery, 22 bucks. He's playing, as far as we know. It looks like he is going to be activated off of IR. Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, had to report earlier. How much David Montgomery plays is uh, the little mystery in all of this. Matt Nagy, the head coach, said earlier this week, there's a chance we can activate him and get him some work on Monday night which would mean not that many carries. Uh, we know Khalil Herbert has done a terrific job filling in in recent weeks, over 350 yards, a touchdown so far, uh, even ran for over 100 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensive front. So uh, Herbert's done a really nice job, but now we have some kind of timeshare. Damian Williams isn't a part of it. He's out. What are you expecting between Montgomery and Herbert in this spot tonight? Oh, man, this is a headache, isn't it? What am I expecting? I'm expecting them to split it really close to 50-50. And if that's the case, do we really want a 50-50 timeshare running back on the Chicago Bears right now? In a one-game slate, in a large field tournament, can any player fall into the end zone two times and make it happen? Sure. But, oh, man, if this really does split down the middle, then this is so tough to do. I mean, we saw a really strong workload from Montgomery before he went down. The mm -hmm. last game against Detroit, even, when he left in the middle, he already had 23 carries, and that was after 20, uh, 24 total opportunities in week two. Uh, I really think that regardless of how Khalil Herbert has played, and it has been well, this is David Montgomery's backfield, assuming he's healthy. This also might be one of those situations where it's the dreaded hot hand. If one of them actually does break a tackle, break a run, and suddenly the other one doesn't get any run, don't be surprised. I just, it, It's just so hard seeing either player get there. Looking at our top plays tool, actually the salary-weighted top scorer percentage, that uh, statistic I mentioned earlier, has a 0% chance of of either being the top scorer. So we're only talking about playing them outside of the superstar spot this week. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, $22 for Montgomery. Again, now with a $100 budget on Yahoo. Herbert's at 19. We don't know who's going to be the guy. If I had a guess, I'd say Herbert ends up with more carries at the end of the day. But I, I think your little hot hand uh, comment is, is probably something to watch. I don't see David Montgomery going out and carrying the ball 20 times tonight. Let me put it that way. I don't think they want it want that to happen and i don't know if they would say this but i don't think they expect to be yeah I, they'll certainly think that they're competitive but they don't want to give david montgomery the rock if they're down two touchdowns they're definitely not going to do it sure and if they're like the titans and up four touchdowns uh, they, they can spread it around i suppose and not uh, grind david montgomery into the ground uh defense is very playable on both ends tonight the steelers at 17 the bears at 15 uh, this Steelers defense played really well last week against Cleveland and the Browns. Maybe they showed this weekend aren't just some inept offense, even if they're a little broken uh, with Odell Beckham Jr. in the mix. This Steelers defense was kind of underperforming early this year. Maybe they've started to figure it out. And as we mentioned, a chance to get greedy against a quarterback that has been sacked a ton, 
that has turned the ball over a lot and that has not put up a lot of points over the course of this year. You said it. And the Steelers haven't quite been that 2020 level defense where they were essentially leading the league in many defensive metrics, but still in the one defensive metric that I love to look at schedule adjusted fantasy points allowed. They are sixth best in the NFL. And that's right where I kind of expect them to be. And against a player like Justin Fields, who has 19 plays that playerprofiler.com has classified as danger plays, the fifth most in the NFL and the ninth most interceptable passes. Then considering the fact he didn't even start the season as the starting quarterback, this is a turnover prone player right now in Justin Fields. And so that's why we're seeing the Steelers defense, certainly as a percentage of your total budget, they're way up there. If you compare it to other platforms, they're almost double the budget, the, the percentage of your budget, I should say, than, uh, than other platforms. And still, and still, when we look at the projected ownership across all the platforms and look at the optimal probability of these defenses, the leverage score might actually be positive, meaning their chance of being in the optimal lineup is more than the expected rostership of these players. So that's really exciting here for these defenses. Uh, it's it's an ugly game by Vegas by Vegas's prediction, and so I think we got to go to both defenses. Steelers is by far the best play of the two. And thinking about it, as much as you're spending 17% of your budget on a defense, as we talked about with the Bears, there's just not a lot to play there. You're throwing a dart on any of the receiving threats. The running backs are going to split, and they're not cheap in David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. So you're kind of going to end up with some money to spend, more than likely, unless you go nuts with the Steelers' weapons. Uh, so if you're not accounting for the Bears doing a whole lot offensively, maybe you're able to squeeze in Justin Fields or one receiver that you think could catch a touchdown. Maybe the Cole Komet will, will find the end zone at some point in this game. I mean, that still plays really nicely with the Steelers' defense if they can cause some turnovers, some havoc, and they're only giving up, let's say, 7 to 10 points. Yeah, and that's definitely in the range of outcomes here. Just looking at the Bears and the way that they have not scored points. They scored 22 points last week, but before that, three points, 14 points, 20 points, 24 points again against the Lions, uh, and then six points before that. They can put up some duds. Yeah, and we're not even talking about chance of a defensive touchdown, something along those lines. That's how the Titans ended up in the optimal lineup on Yahoo last night. Uh, Bears defense, 15 bucks. They're so banged up. Uh, maybe I'd like them in this spot to sack Roethlisberger a number of times. We saw early in the year the Steelers offensive line having a lot of trouble protecting him. But without Khalil Mack uh, being as banged up as they are, this isn't that same old Bears defense that can attack in the same way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think in large field tournaments, though, the betting on a Ben Roethlisberger collapse scenario isn't the worst idea because it could happen. We know if we played out this game a thousand times, there are certainly some of those games where Ben Roethlisberger turns this, turns the ball over multiple times. The Bears get a touchdown again. That is randomness. But if you're asking me what Bears, uh, of all the Bears players, which I have the most superstar picks of, it's actually the Bears defense. Mm. Uh, just It's one of those plays where, if I'm going to get contrarian, at least I know that there's a possibility in the Steelers offense sort of breaking down here because we have seen that the the offense in general on that side of the ball is just simply volatile based on the play of Ben Roethlisberger. And yes, the Bears are banged up. Yes, I would feel better if they were full strength. Uh, but still, it just takes a few mistakes, a few bounces to the ball, and suddenly the Bears defense, as you said, could be in the optimal lineup.
I mean, the Steelers, they are coming off a huge win against Cleveland and they broke out with uh, 15 points. So, I mean, look, even when they're winning, you know, they're not exactly putting up a ton of points yet. Uh, so, you know, that that plays into it as well. Best plays tonight. You can go top bottom wherever you want. I really like Pat Fryermuth. I think uh, he's got a good shot finding the end zone possession receiver in this game home game. I like I say, you're going to hear all the, the Heath chant or whatever they're yelling in Pittsburgh for Fryermuth at this point. But uh, he's going to be a featured part of the offense, uh, I think, tonight beyond the the obvious ones and 11 bucks. Very, very playable tonight. What, what do you like? I really like the wide receivers, Deontay Johnson and Claypool, Chase Claypool, excuse me, are just looking at their chances of being the top scorer. I think you can go either one at the superstar spot. And if this Steelers offense does hit their ceiling game and, you know, they scored 20, a respectable 27 points against Denver just a few weeks ago and 23 against Seattle, albeit in overtime, they both can get there. So outside of the defenses, which I really, really like, I like those two receivers, Johnson and Claypool. So you're hoping for the 15-point uh, Bills-Jaguars game we saw yesterday. Or uh, what, the Dolphins won with five turnovers yesterday and that kind of nonsense. Yeah, and if there, it is that kind of game script, then the kickers kind of make sense, too, if you, you can go there. Well, on the other sites. But, uh, yeah, Yahoo, you just have to worry about the defenses oh, that's right, and that's make right. that well, play. I'm seeing kickers and uh, just seeing it in one tool. Thank you. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look, uh, it's nice to avoid them, right? I, I don't like playing a bunch of kickers and defenses, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, you don't have to worry about that here. Just the defense is making it um, difficult for you. So Najee Harris, big part of it, figure out the bears running game. I think that'll be something to watch in the hours ahead, trying to determine how much of a role David Montgomery can play for the Chicago bears. We appreciate you guys being active in the chat. Thanks for watching the Yahoo NFL live show. There's a lot of content to come on the Osmo DFS channel. We got the NBA deeper dive at 445 Eastern and then NFL showdown live before lock with Matt, Eric and Neil coming up at 715 Eastern. We'll see you then, Matt. I'm Peter Mac. Take care, guys.